Good evening, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and something really fascinating happened to me last night that I wanted to get on here and talk about because um, it brought something to my awareness that I didn't realize um, was something I hadn't totally processed, I guess, or, you know, that was a trigger or whatever. So here, I'm going to talk about it. So last night my roommate went out. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of context, um, for the circumstance, right? This is a very small living space. Um, we're also share like sharing quarters in terms of like sleeping arrangements. But, um, so he went out, you know, whatever. And I decide it's time to fucking mow down on my melatonin and go to bed before he gets back. And, um, what I realized, like, I don't know exactly how long I was laying there, but, um, as I was laying down trying to go to sleep, what had happened was like I kind of floated in and out of sleep mentally but like the the melatonin totally took effect on my body like it basically felt like my body was fucking paralyzed and um like heavy as a rock but while I was laying there um kind of floating in and out of consciousness or like really light sleep um this like rush of fear came over me and it's really fascinating because um what it reminded me of and kind of what it took me back to was um when I was still with my former spouse um after the assault had taken place but before I had changed bedrooms and you know obviously before I moved out of the house one of the things that I had started doing um, in attempt to get some semblance of rest was I would go to bed before they got home from work because the level of tension in the house was so high um, like I, I would go so far as to say like in the like week or two like immediately after the incident so like the last half of fucking February 2021 um I couldn't sleep with them in the house like I couldn't fall asleep with them in the house and so one of the things I tried to do to help myself to get sleep which evaded me anyway was I would go to bed before they got home but while that was happening um the entire time just because again like it's really hard if you've not lived through something like that where like you know the tension is so high in the house you really don't you don't know what's going to come of it you know um like there's so much nervous energy in the house there were many days like um I feared for my life you know and it's not through any specific activity that was occurring but rather um 
for lack of a better term, like the general vibe of the environment. And so this was something that was very impactful of my ability to rest because um, obviously, you know, everything went down when I was sleeping. And so for a very long time after that, I had a hard time sleeping. Um, and I didn't get my first night's rest, like legitimate rest until after I had moved out of the house in June. Um, but like, it was like that same degree of fear, like hit me last night, like a ton of bricks, like literally out of nowhere. And like it's really strange to try to elaborate on and quantify because like this is the first time I've experienced um, any kind of flashback from that specific time frame since you know all of that occurred in like it's one of those things where I can say definitively like I know in my conscious mind um, that this is a safe person this is a safe space but you know there was something about you know just the everything that was happening just you know the way the chips fell for the evening that's that's the place that it took me back to you know when I was laying down trying to go to sleep because it's you know it, it's an unfamiliar environment you know what I mean so things can get kind of you know waylaid when you're dealing with the new so to speak and I had such a hard time like I I'm positive like I didn't sleep for a shit last night but I took like 15 milligrams of melatonin and my body like I'm sure it was like stiff as a fucking board because like it felt like my body weighed a thousand pounds while all of this was happening but it was just alarming you know um like it's really weird because this is the first time in probably I'm gonna throw out a number it might not be totally accurate but it's the first time in probably like um eight or nine months uh, since any of you know I guess the marriage residuals or whatever you know like any kind of like I, PTSD triggers I don't fucking know like it's the first time in a very long time since anything um, in that context or capacity has really been triggered from that specific time frame you know um I've come across and actually I think it might be the first time since it happened because like I mean like I've had other things you know come up that have reminded me of better times in my marriage and then worse times in my marriage and you know, um, I'll say that it seems like the reminders of better times are 
really, they make me sad. You know, it's really difficult when those come up to not get, you know, like overwhelmed with emotion and sadness because, um, it's not, it's not a light decision to make, you know, um, even looking in retrospect, like I still, there's no fucking feasible way that I could have predicted the end of the marriage happening the way that it did. There is no fucking feasible way I could have, you know, ever anticipated that that's how, um, everything would go down. And it's alarming and overwhelming, um, specifically, um, to have that pocket of time um, come to the surface. Um, and so, like, I don't even know, like, you know, like, I know, like, in my head I was telling myself, you know, that I'm okay and I'm in a safe space, but at the same time, um, you know, once your, um, once your central nervous system gets activated, that doesn't mean shit. You know, as much as I hate saying it, the reality of the situation is, is once your fucking nervous system, you know, catches a whiff of something that sends you back to wherever the fuck, um, it's like, I'm not, I'm not saying affirmations don't help, but in those moments when it's like, you know what I mean? Like when your body is overwhelmed and your mind is overwhelmed and you're literally fearing for your life, um, you know, and when, when that's the memory that you're trapped in, um, like it's hard. Like, I, I don't know how to describe it any differently. It's very fucking difficult to deal with. Um, and I guess I would go so far as to say, like, I did not know that. Like, I didn't know that until yesterday. And it's funny because, um, so in all of my time being single, um, and, you know, engaging with, you know, different people, whatever, the, the biggest thing that has, I, I guess I would say the biggest looming fear that has been there has been, um, sleeping with somebody like not as in fucking, but I mean, literally sleeping with somebody. Um, that's, it's been a very contentious topic for me. Um, pretty much since, well, February of 2021. Um, it's just, you know, obviously it's been even, it, it's been looming, you know, when I get involved with anybody in any kind of way, um, that it's, it's a tough area to build comfort in. Um, and there is a lot of resistance that I have with it because of what happened. And yeah, like, 
being able to identify that has taken a little bit of time. Like I think the first time I identified that consciously was about uh, a year and some change ago. Um, and what's funny about that, like, at least I think it's funny. Um, at one point previous, like early 2022, I think maybe late 2021. I don't remember. I had plans, um, to go on like a weekend trip to go see somebody that I was casually involved with. And, uh, like that motherfucker backed out, which completely, it, it caught me off guard. But at the same time, like, I was relieved. Like, and I was completely relieved because, you know, the sleeping arrangements, like, gave me pause. Because, like, I didn't, like, I know that sounds really dumb, but, it, like, I didn't want to sleep with him. Like, literally didn't want to sleep with him. Like, I don't feel like, and so this is like a really weird thing. Like, you know, like having, like, I guess I would go so far as to say something like this. Um, having this come up in the fashion that it has recently, it begs the question, um, how long will this be an ongoing issue? You know, because yeah, like, I have concerns about that. Um, so far, I've only shared sleeping arrangements with three people since, you know, I got out on my own. And two of which are people that I've known for like 20 plus years. <laughs> and despite that you know like you know what i mean that solid um established whatever um despite that it's still something that gives me discomfort um and i don't like i don't know like i really don't know how to process that like i really don't um yeah it just, I don't know. It was a very unexpected place to be put back in because um, what I would do is I would lay down and I would try to go to sleep. And I felt like in those moments when I was trying to get some rest, instead, um, I would get like worked up, you know, like because it's almost like the anticipation of you know what I mean like I know he's coming home I don't know when he's coming home and when he's coming when he comes home what will happen next um you know all of those things that were tacked on to the initial question were just kind of spiraling in my head um after that had taken place and it was, I, I think it took me about two weeks of that before I decided to move into one of the spare bedrooms. Um, God, it was hard. Like, because, I mean, the other thing about that too 
is that um, like it's like these two things feeding each other because you know that sense of impending doom and that overwhelming um, fear you know and anxiety are exacerbated by the sleeplessness while at the same like it's causing it and being made worse by it and then you know that those feelings are causing the sleeplessness as well and it's like a fucking loop you know what I mean it was like a complete fucking loop of like terror basically and I don't oh fuck I guess I have I have more to work through from this incident than what I thought I did and um is um so here I'll talk about it a little bit more one of the things that I did um earlier on because I I come across some shit that was talking about like EMDR therapy and then I'm gonna butcher the word but I'm gonna say it anyway uh, I think it's like bin binaural beats binaural beats whatever where it's basically music that um, you put on your ears you put headphones in and it goes back and forth from one ear to the other and if you do this if you listen to this in a, you know like earbuds or a headset or whatever um, if you keep your eyes closed it's almost like by default it's like self self-serve fucking EMDR therapy long story short um, to do these things and so you know one of the things that was weighing really heavily on me um, in April was that like you know what I mean like I like that like I you know I was starting to understand the the concept of you know traumatic experiences being trapped in the human body and that's basically where your PTSD is for lack of a better term in some context and capacities it's like your body has to release whatever right and that's what this EMDR therapy is basically based on it's um, the concept of helping your body to fully process what has occurred and release it um, it's really fascinating um, but anyhow like I started using these tools to self therapize so to speak because I don't know like I don't know like I'm not saying I don't need to go to therapy I probably should but at the same time like I I have been trying to um, as much as is humanly possible be cognizant of my mental health and very proactive you know once I got to the point of realizing how bad it was and um, you know at like really bad times and um, so I was really focusing on that like in April you know like doing the research and whatever and you know on how to release that and because of issues I had with that and like it worked fairly well but I think the thing I didn't I did not know that the the like I, I did not know that um, 
what I'm still carrying from the aftermath of the incident. You know what I mean? Um, I guess is what I was saying or what I was trying to say. And so like, I think going forward, I need to figure out how to make that an area of focus because I don't see it getting any easier if I don't um, you know what I mean like it might to some degree but I, I don't know like there is something very fucking miserable about laying in like you know what I mean laying in bed trying to sleep and just basically being in a state like you know what I mean like in a frozen state like you're afraid for your life um yeah and that's pretty much you know what I mean that that's the place that I was taken back to um for no other reason outside of just coincidence of similar circumstance you know so um yeah those uh, it was exhausting like but I guess the silver lining to the cloud is now I understand that um, this isn't over. There's more work to do, you know. And obviously, this is something I need to focus on. Because um, if I choose not to, then obviously there is going to be the possibility of this paralyzing terror um, coming up whenever, you know, any time that a circumstance reminds me of that, you know, if it's any time something comes up and it's similar enough to um, that time frame, like it to be very easily taken back into that place in time and then the headspace and, you know, everything else that that entailed. And, like, I don't want to live there. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't... Like, I understand that there are things that are going to come up that are inevitable. Okay? You know? Like, I totally get that um, things will come up that make me sad because that I, you know, there are things that will remind me of better times. And that's fucking hard. And I know that that's a thing. I'm very well aware that that's a thing because it's happened. Um, but that's something where, you know, there's a process to mourning, you know, there's, yeah. And like, I, I get that that's something that I have to go through, but at the same time, like flashbacks, like if, if there is something that I can do to, um, remove or reduce flashbacks like that like I need to be proactive and that's pretty much my biggest takeaway from my experience yesterday is that there's fuck there's fucking more work to be done <laughs> so like and maybe that's why I'm here because um yeah that's the next step in my evolution and so that's what I'm going to be 
figuring out how to focus on like basically I guess for like a better way of putting it it's like getting inside of the memory and then also releasing it at the same time from the physical body and that's you know what it's it's a trauma treatment um, EMDR therapy look it up if you're listening if you've had some fucked up shit happen to you that you know is like look it up basically the concept um, it's supposed to be very beneficial so yeah like I don't necessarily disagree just from my own experiences doing like you know my own uh, Kmart brand version of it on myself um, yeah but the work isn't over so here we are and that's pretty much all I've got to go on about today um, so I want to go ahead and thank all three of you for tuning in and uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful evening and as always be well